0: So you have been in so many different films and one of the the most known films for you um how to be a player is 25 years old.
1: Yeah, and I'm 26.
0: <laughs> Me too then. <laughs> and you have I mean yeah. your career your career is incredible. You have done Everything from stand-up to MTV hosting to films. Right. And one of the films that you were in, we actually have a connection because the film was my uncle's film. Which one? Who do I look like?
1: Are you going to say the brothers?
0: Yes. Yeah, Gary Hardwick. Hardwick. That is my uncle.
1: Yo, I see the chocolate skin. I see y'all. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> ah, we have those Hardwick lips. We have those Hardwick yeah, lips. The cheekbones. I see y'all mm-hmm oh got
1: so, Indian in your family okay look at cool. you. you look at you so what was
0: it like to be in this all-star cast film um black director um there was a lot going on in this film so how, what was it like to film with all these greats?
1: well it was super fun man because Gary Hardwick wanted me to be the voice of the truth of the guys and the guys, the guy that was fighting for the guys. And I honestly had so much fun because I get to, I got to be dramatic and I got to be comedic.
0: Now you come from the home of a lot of well-known people that we know and love strictly uh, off of the culture. I'm talking about yes. Queen Latifah. We're talking about Ice-T, Lauren, Fetty Wap, Red Man Church, Naughty by Nature, of course, and Joe Budden. <laughs> Rod Digga. Yeah,
1: and you. And yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, and, and Bill Bellamy. You know what and I mean? Bill Don't Bellamy. forget Whitney Houston. Don't forget look, Whitney.
0: Look, I there's too many people who have come out of Jersey. And all of y'all seem to rep Jersey hard.
1: Yeah, we do, man. It's like, you know, because we're like the we're like the little brother to New York. So we always had that chip on the shoulder that, you know, we gotta let Jersey represent. You know what I mean? And and that's it's a good thing because we push each other, we see other uh, our other peers winning, you know, I look, me and Latifah was coming up at the same time, Naughty. Mm-hmm. Naughty was a little behind us and then Naughty got on, you know what I'm saying? We was like, oh, we in the building, you know what <laughs> I mean? I literally remember, like it was yesterday, I remember interviewing Naughty by Nature and we was like, yo, remember when we did that show with that little whack hotel, now we on TV, oh.
0: That's crazy, that's crazy. And and oh. what what I will say is a lot of people wouldn't have even really... Thought about New Jersey as this talent hotbed, but clearly it is.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a really great state. Um, I'm, I'm out of Newark, New Jersey, obviously, um, our capital. And we really, you know, it's a tough town. You know, it's it's much like New York, much like Brooklyn, much like Baltimore, you know, like Detroit, where, you know, it's, it's really blue collar, you know, it's like hardworking families trying to make it through the day, like, you know, uh, good times, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we wanted to be the Jefferson. We wanted to be the Jefferson, but we wasn't there yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of family, you have some interesting family. You have a cousin of yours, because I don't want to do it the Mm. other way. A cousin of yours is Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Yeah, Because he's he's Bill Bellamy's cousin.
1: Yeah, he's Bill Bellamy's cousin. And let me tell you that, and he loves that. He always throwing my name around, trust and belief. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's so funny how things happen with Shaq and me. You know what I'm saying? When we were kids, we didn't know, like, that we would ever both be in the game right like mm-hmm. Shaq was big obviously you know he wasn't actually playing basketball from like kindergarten and all that like he started playing basketball late like like 13 14 you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and he just just took over you know I wasn't even thinking about doing no stand-up at 13 14 years old you mean right you know I was I was just going to school I was regular you know was he was he, was, he funny was he funny I think, yeah, I think he's already had personality, you know what I mean? He's actually silly. Like people, you know, it's so funny how people don't forget like how many comedic things he's done, like. His whole career always being funny, Mr. Personality. You know, you got to have some type of personality to be a genie, and you 800 feet tall. You know, he jumped in that bottle. I said, You don't <laughs> supposed to be in no bottle. You're too big to be in a damn bottle, but he wanted you. Hey, because you don't say they ain't never had no black genie. I'm going to be the first big black genie. I'm like, Oh, no, Lord. Not big black now, genie. Now you Shazam. You Shazam, Shaq. You Shazam.
0: He can do everything and I mean his venture yeah. capitalism investments too. He's he's a very smart guy and has a lot of oh, smart people around
1: very him. Very savvy. Mm-hmm. I think I like his retirement game way more than just playing because the way he plays a game now is just bonkers like it's it's an inspiration. I think he- um, the, the blueprint for magic magic is my mentor as well. Like magic is really, you know, taught us how to be bosses, like how to own your own content, how to create your own way, how to um, create relationships. Right. And, and that's what I'm on. You know, I'm on like at this point in my career when, you know, where they say, you know, you're, you're a legend or you're a boss. Right. Like my thing is about like doing the things that I'm passionate about doing the things that I feel Making an imprint in our culture. I'm very, very, very in love with Black people and our culture, and our contribution to music, to fashion, to pop culture, right? You know, there was a time where they didn't want to give us our due, but we run this, we run the game. Like yeah. we push the culture, like we push what people are wearing. We push what's fly, you know, how people wear their clothes, you know what I'm saying? What kind of shades, what kind of hats, you know? So I feel like, I want to be, or I am the ambassador of the culture. You know what I mean? So with that in mind, I did a book about the culture, uh, Top Billing, right? That's out now. Super dope breed, super funny, great journey, right? Yeah. Then I said, I'm gonna do the podcast now. So while I'm doing the podcast, so my podcast is, the passion for that is like giving people a place to come and comfy, get comfy get get into their vibe, you know, tap into their fan base, tap into what you want people to know about you. Feel comfortable that you're not going to get cut short. Be comfortable that you could be as honest as you want to be. So, I just took it from those elements and boom. Now we top 35 like damn. Well, like, that's because of that's people. Look,
0: look, I'm going to be honest with you. That's because of your personality. All through COVID, I was turning on my, I, I would wake up. I would look to see if you posted anything <laughs> because I, I I love a good storyteller. I love a good storyteller. Oh. And that comes from my family. Now, we right. spoke a little bit before, but you do remember who my family member is that we have. A oh Yeah,
1: with. Yeah, let me tell you something. Gary Hartwig, who directed the brothers with me, Morris, DL, Shamar, like he is a brother's brother, right? super bright guy, but he's really like another guy, love our culture, Mm -hmm. love black people, want to see us be us on screen. So, you know, the brothers was his baby, you know, in each of those characters in that movie represented a segment in the black man. You had me, you had me, the guy who was the truth and and the voice of, of, of reason and crazy, like the, the guy that was fighting to keep the, Brothers together. Mm-hmm. Then you had, you know, the one brother who was unsure of his marriage and trying to figure out how to get back together with, in love with his wife. Then you got the other dude who's been the playboy for his whole life, and he might get married and maybe he won't, but he's trying to go there. And I don't want to happen. And then you got Morris, you know, the more solid guy, but going through drama with his girlfriend and right. her, and, and the girlfriend liking his daddy, and you know, so it was like Hot all mess. of us had some drama, <laughs> which made it. So funny, actually.
0: You know what? It I when so I think funny. when I when I think of that movie, I what what sticks out to me about my uncle is there's always a little bit of him and everybody. And your poem, bitches, I would give my life and all my riches. That is my to rid uncle. myself
1: of all of the all bitches. these
0: bitches. That's right, <laughs> <All> my. <laughs> I, I I loved it because I feel like there's there's a little truth to that when it comes to how men feel in certain spaces about certain types yeah. of women. Like when you feel like your group is being torn apart or pulled apart because of a woman, it's like, come on, man. Like what are we doing?
1: Yeah, right? It, it, yeah, it's a lot, man. You know, this man, woman duality, uh yin and yang thing, you know what I'm saying? It's really hard to to master because, you know, uh, me, you know, being, being married for like 22 years, it's just, it's a learning experience every day because I feel like women are like, to me, women are like seasons, you know, like they change, you know, but abruptly, Mm -hmm. you know, it can go from fall to winter. And back to summer in a day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, and you know what? Yeah, the, yo. on, the, on the other side of that, we have our we have our our poem. We have the city girls. We have look look. Uh, look yo, oh have y'all, to turn yeah, yo,
1: y'all be acting oh, yeah. up right now.
0: Yeah, act up. You know yes, I mean? we y'all have out
1: here acting here, cutting up in these streets and talking reckless. But, but that's what life is, and I think is. that's where the comedy comes from. You know what I mean. We can laugh at ourselves you we could call each other on our on our b s you know what I'm saying. I think that that is all a part of life, you know, and that's why I love doing stand up because like stand up, I can grab all that like yep, you know that that just minutiae that the craziness that we all be doing. Oh, like when you get with your girls and y'all be having your girl conversation, then the boys be with each other, They we have our conversation. And we all talk trash, but we still want to go to the same party though. Absolutely. Oh, we still want to go. We want to go by you, ourselves, but we you still want to go where the
0: women are. They still want to go where the men are. We can talk all yeah, that drama, yeah, it is. but we still but we at we the end of the day. talk
1: all that smoke and then you be like, man, I'm going to go on call her though. Let me go call <laughs> her though.
0: <laughs> Speaking of interesting calls, yeah. I remember a conversation with you because you have been in this industry for so long. People don't understand that everybody who's walking around with these artists who 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 are gone but not forgotten because we have their work, you actually sat down and interviewed these people. You were coming up during the time where, as you say, Diddy was Sean. You were coming yeah. up at the time where people are walking around with Tupac and Biggie on their shirt, but you were sitting next to them, interviewing them. You were a part of yeah. creating this culture. And one of the interesting conversations you had with Tupac was how you hung up on Janet Jackson, but you ended up opening up for her on her tour, her world tour.
1: Yeah, Tell me a little
0: bit about that it, conversation. it was so
1: crazy because I didn't think Janet had my number. Like, like who get, who gets phone calls from... You know, uh, that would be like now Beyonce calling somebody, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. They ain't no Beyonce, you hang up, Wait. right? So I'm like, I'm like on the phone and Janet calls me and I'm like, Janet who? Janet Reno? Like, you know, you don't know, like, <laughs> it can't be Janet Jackson, not Rhythm Nation, you know what I'm saying? And uh, she was like, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you for a second. So I just like clicked because people play too ain't much. Ain't I got time people for play that. play too much. But I got time for that, right? And then she called me back and she was like, Bill. I know you ain't just hang up with me. I was like, uh oh, huh? Hello? <laughs> and she's, I was like, this is Janet for real. Stop playing. She was mm-hmm. like, yes, Bill, I have something to ask you. And I was like, oh my God, what's up? And she was like, I want you to come on tour with me. You know what I mean? I love you. You're so funny. Oh my God, Bill. Please say you can do it. You know these dates. I'm gonna send my agent. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hook you with the tour manager, and we're gonna get your flights and everything. I need a comedian to open up my shows. I was like, well, I am gonna be there. Like I'm there like, there. And um, and that was. I did
0: have plans. I don't got plans now. Oh, they did. Oh, they did. <laughs> so
1: I was like, um, <laughs> so that was like one of those moments in my life that I put in a book because I was just like, yo, this is like movie stuff. Like people would never believe. Like. A thing like that could happen to somebody, and it really happened to me, right? And that's why I was telling those stories because when I'm, I was doing my book during COVID, I was just going over my life and all these different chapters. I start remembering stories like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that's right!" And so I would sit in my car and I just tell y'all a Hollywood story, and people went nuts. Like this story's got it. millions of it, millions.
0: Absolutely, I was I got one so of them. So many of them. Thank I was one you. of them. I, got, I, I, got, I, I mean, got some
1: more coming. Don't worry. I got it some was, more coming. I got some more.
0: It was, it was interesting because a lot of people went to like binge all these shows and, and, and all of this like scripted content. But what I found most interesting through COVID was people like you, people who took their message directly to the consumer and they stayed relevant and they built this audience out of. Just camaraderie out of community. I mean, you had you had yeah. the verses come out of that. You know, the whole verses artists versus yeah. artists. Artist. You had um, drink champs went to a whole new level, and you were just on drink champs. Uh, um, and I mean, like. These types of media outlets became huge, and I think for people who tuned into you, we got a different side of you. We got a more, yeah, you got to know me.
1: I think, yeah, yeah, I think they got to you know, during COVID, most of the celebrities didn't know what to do. And if you engaged and leaned into your fan base, I think that was a positive thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so, for me, being a comedian, not knowing. You know, when we were going to be able to do shows and this, that and the other, I still felt like I wanted to do something that would make people feel good. I couldn't do stand up on my phone. Right. You know, I was like, but but I I could tell, you know, these stories that are super duper funny. Right. I'll tell a story that really happened and make it funny as hell. And so I would sit there and just start talking and stuff. And the first one hit so hard that I said, oh, I'm on to something. Oh yeah! Because I could just tell how many people were sharing them and what people were saying. It was like, "Bill, you stupid as hell!" Oh my God, Bill! How did this happen to you? Are you serious? Is this real? Oh mm-hmm. my girl, Bill! Billing is so crazy. So it, it just it just created a tidal wave, which was wonderful.
0: And the beautiful thing about that is you didn't manufacture a character to do it. All you did was just talk about uh, your life.
1: Nah, just talk about it. When it's real, you ain't got to perfect it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. One last question for you. I love. Crazy, sexy, dirty. Does mm-hmm. anyone come up to you and offer you Applejack milk? I just got to know. Yeah, <laughs> like, and
1: do. then they always call me Cat Daddy. What up, Cat, Cat Daddy? Daddy? What up,
0: Cat Daddy? What's up with
1: that milk? What up, Cat Daddy? What's up with that Applejack milk? I'll be like, oh, you know about that Applejack milk. These, you, know you, have,
0: you have these crazy ass one-liners that live on. Booty call. Tupac said it. Yeah. Every time somebody yeah. says it, you need to be getting paid. <laughs> Every time somebody, every says time it.
1: somebody drink the applejack milk, hey! everybody drink the applejack milk, boy. You better send me, you better send me five dollars. That's I'm right. Telling you, ain't nobody talk, ain't nobody ever talk about applejack milk like me. Guys, I be I like, I try to think of creative things that's our culture that like, like, like hidden hidden secrets, like little gems that's sitting in there that people just walk over. So as soon as I <laughs> say it, people be like,
0: yo. yo! <laughs> <laughs>